Here's the Forgotten Hive Part 2. From the water? From the <laughs> fish. Oh, right. They are now swarming all over him. <laughs> I was going to walk through it anyway, so... <laughs> Biggest rolled an 18 on initiative. Galora rolled a 20. A dirty 20. Uh, Chedbar has a 17. Blender got a 6. Galora, you're first. You just saw Chedbar face plant into the water, and <laughs> yeah. Blender Misty stepped it to the other side. Misty stepped it. Well, Chedbar's um, taking on the wrath that I would have incurred because I was just going to wade through the water. So I will uh, go up. It's just one fish on him, or? It's a swarm, so many fish. I am going to go up next to Chedbar, and I am going to slash at the swarm with my longsword. That is a 21 to hit. That hits them. And that is seven slashing damage. I also, if this is treated as a swarm or whatever, I also have unwavering marks. So when I hit with a melee weapon attack, the creature is marked. So like I'll mark the swarm until the end of my next turn. So while it's within five feet of me, so unless they move away from Bill, marked creature has disadvantage on their attack roll that doesn't target me so they basically would have disadvantage against bill and um if they deal damage to not bill sorry ched bar then i can make a special attack against it my next turn as a bonus action with like advantage and extra damage and stuff so when you slash out at them they do take damage but they the they don't seem to have taken as much damage as you maybe thought they should. Like maybe the water is slowing down your sword a little bit or something. It is biggest Assist's turn. So, so I see all this happen. I sort of pull my, my little short bow off my, my shoulder and, and put the string on, pull an arrow out, and I sort of aim down looking. I see her looking now. I see Chedbar's head and I move it around a little bit and I'm sort of seeing these fish jumping in and out. And I'm, you know, they're moving pretty fast. So I'm just sort of take a a shot in the air about where I think one might be if it jumps out of the, the water there. That's a 12. You're tracking one fish, you got him in your sights, you lose your arrow, and the fish went left when you thought it was gonna go right and you missed. Chedbar. Chedbar is um, not unfamiliar to the situation he's got himself in. <laughs> <laughs> However, still embarrassing. But he, he's going to try and shrug it off. He's, he's got a thick skin. He doesn't get embarrassed easily. So I'm going to, I guess it would take half my movement to try and stand up. Can I try to stand up in this slippery water? Yeah, give me a strength check. Uh, 18. You are able to get to your feet and resist the current of the, of the water flowing past you. So you said the, the width of the river was how much? Five feet. And you're about in the middle. Does it seem like it's going to get a lot deeper than it is where I am? No. I think I'm, I think I'm just going to try and like take a few hops to to make it to the other side. Give me an athletics check. Ten. You try you try and take your first step, and you weren't quite prepared for the combination of the slipperiness of the rocks and the fast movingness of the water, and you actually are felled back down and farther downstream now. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. Um, so you hear Chedbar kind of sputter uh, as he gets up. Try, try not to do it like I'm doing it. Here, here, do it like this instead. 
And then he slips again, splashes in the water, <laughs> and is swept a bit further away from where he's trying to get to. So the fish will now try to nibble on this newfound food source. And with disadvantage, I have a 13 to hit Chetbar. That is a miss. So they are just getting bits of your armor and your shield and the dish can't quite get onto you. It's Blender's turn. So since you imbibed on this blood honey, you are in this rage and you feel a need to enter any melee combat with the nearest foe that you see. (laughs) (laughs) Accurate. (laughs) Oh no. I mean, I am pretty mad at Chedbar right now. (laughs) (laughs) But you can't swim. It's okay. You see us standing up in the water and we're like three feet tall, so... Okay, so again, in this crimson fury from this blood honey, Blender will withdraw his little dagger and charge right at this group of fish. <laughs> <laughs> into the into the water. Give me an athletics check to see if you can maintain your feet. Twelve. You, as soon as you enter the water, you are swept downstream. You go five or just a few feet downstream, past the swarm and past Chedbar. You can attempt to make an attack with disadvantage as you are flowing by. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Galora will be like, Lesson number one, you just... This, it's it's shallow, just stand. <laughs> my my attempt in my, my, my frantic rage is a critical fail with uh, my dagger. Okay. This is punishing enough, I won't uh, cause anything bad to happen with your crit <laughs> fail. Rivers. You know what I'm saying? I know. (laughs) Most dangerous thing in the Don't go chasing waterfalls. And I was like, let's go. They're a worthy foe. (laughs) Galora. Galora's going to do her special attack against this uh, swarm. So I have advantage. Uh, 22. 22 hits them. Uh, Nine slashing damage. And since they're downriver, Glora is going to get herself to the other side with her movement this turn. I don't think I'm engaged. Well, I'm hitting them, I guess, so I'm engaged with them. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll just stand there. Vegas. I sort of look at my bow and uh, look at the end of the arrow and go, I, I, think, I think I gotta lead it a little bit more. And I sort of aim a little bit further down. More towards uh, Chedbar's head, but just a little bit off, thinking that uh, I think I got this all figured out now. Don't roll a one. That's <laughs> uh, an 11. Oh, uh, the fish are just moving too fast for you. You just can't quite keep up with their movements. Maybe instead of leading them, I got to trail them. What the world? Wasn't one of you talking about chemtrails earlier? I think that's the same thing. I don't know what a chemtrail is. Me neither. Uh, nobody knows what anything is around here. I kind of want to go hiking now and like eat some trail mix. Chedbar, it's your turn. Chedbar is going to try and stand up again. Try and get his footing. Athletics, please. 19 on the die for uh, 23. You have the feel of the water now. You're getting used to the slipperiness of the rocks. You know what you're doing now. You easily stand up in this water. You got it. All right. Is Blender upright or is is he like on his back or on his face 
blubbing and gurgling in the water. <laughs> I mean, he got swept, right? So he's he's like flailing. Yeah, blubbing and gurgling. He's like rage flailing. Okay. <laughs> it is very distinct from a panic flail. Just he's just gonna tire right? himself out. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna need a nap after. <laughs> <laughs> And his and his soother. <laughs> so Chedbar feels kind of like a you know brotherly uh, affection for Blender and and remembers that Blender said he can't swim. So it looks like he's he's pretty close to Blender. He's going to take a little bit of a step back down the river into the way it's flowing. Try and grab him by the the forearm or the the upper arm underneath the armpit and, and hoist him up onto his feet. Okay, give me either athletics or acrobatics, whichever one's better for you. Thirteen. <laughs> Emily. <laughs> just lower that DC. <laughs> Emily's just exhaling very loud. I mean, yeah. rage flails. You just, he's flailing all over the place. You were able to just grasp hold of his sleeve. You don't have a good grip on him, but you've stopped his movement down the river. Okay. I got you, buddy. We'll get out of this. I've been in worse. <laughs> and then I would like to try and drag him up towards, you know, where we were initially trying to go to. <laughs> towards the swarm of fish. Exactly. Yeah, you're you're in the fish. So yeah, yeah, give fine. me an athletics <laughs> with disadvantage because these fish are all over both of you. We're deep in the fish. <laughs> Not too bad, actually. Good thing we have a healer, you know. <laughs> uh, 13. You, you you may get a few steps closer to the tunnel. Back up river. It's the fish's turn now. The vicious fishes. It was only one turn. They don't need to not have disadvantage because I rolled um, I rolled an 18. So that gives me a 23 to hit on mm. Chedbar. Okay, mm. that's a hit. Lay it on Chedbar. He can take it. You ready for this 4d4? 12 points of damage from these Damn. fish nipping at you. Ouch. Dang. Oh, dear. Hey, Zeus. <laughs> I love these. <laughs> Surprise face. <laughs> Blender, you are still flailing, but you're just barely being held on by Chedbar, and you're being pulled back upstream, and you can hear downstream the water gets louder. And there's a little bit of an echo. Uh-oh. And these fish are swarming all over you, taking little nips at you and Chedbar. Come on, buddy. Try and, try and pull your weight here. I'm getting chomped on. <laughs> I will try to stand up. And I would like to attack them. Okay. Give me an athletics check first. Seven. You cannot get your feet under you. No matter how hard you try, you just keep slipping and the water keeps just dragging on you. And you can't, you can't get your feet under you. Give me a flail attack with disadvantage. <laughs> oh, a disadvantage is with another critical fail. <laughs> There's water all over Leland's shirt, just for the listener. Spit water all over myself. It was a perfect sound effect. Like, you made it work. So good. A cleanup. Hey, at least it wasn't red wine this time. It's hot. Yeah. <laughs> Galora. You know, when you gurgle your wine, it just aerates it. So 
Pro tip <laughs> for you wine connoisseurs out there. Yes. <laughs> I'm somewhat of a sommelier. That's how the professionals do it. <laughs> That's how they aerate it for you at a restaurant before you, they pour you your drink. <laughs> so oh. just <laughs> That's how you know it's a Michelin star. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm still right up in range of these stupid fish. I swing my sword. 17. 17 hits them. For another seven slashing. They're not looking good. I'm going to take the opportunity attack to just get on the other side of the water. <laughs> I just don't want to be in <laughs> the water. <laughs> okay, how are you going to cross? you going to walk across? or I'm just going to walk. Okay, so give me an athletics check. 22. You make it across, and some of the fish, like, you've... There are not as many fish there as there were before. Some of them kind of try and nip at you, but they miss as you're too swiftly walking across. I am Galora Swiftfoot. Mm, so. Definitely. Yes. Vegas. I, I, stick with, I stick with this short bow thing. And, There's a good chance if I shoot where they were, they're going to hit them. And I lose an arrow. 20. Yes, you lose this arrow wow. and it goes right Woo! into one fish and it like sticks in the wall on the other side and the fish is just kind of wriggling off your arrow. I knew that's how it worked. Defying <laughs> all realms of logic. <laughs> <laughs> it's an illogical bow. <laughs> yeah, this is my bow of illogic. <laughs> Chedbar. Um... He's a little bit pissed off, to be frank. Uh, <laughs> oh, you are. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't even—he hasn't even tasted the honey, and he's pissed. Okay. Yeah, you have a choice. You... There's no need to be pissed at Frank, okay? <laughs> <laughs> if I meet Frank, I'm gonna turn him into a zombie. Frank's skewered on the wall right now. <laughs> Does it look like? We've taken a, we've made a significant dent in the swarm of the fish, or yes, the, the the swarm is much smaller than it was. There's only a few left trying to attack you. So Chedbar looks back at Blender, and decides, you know what, Blender, Blender's on his own for right now. He's, he's tried to help him. He's gonna he's gonna let go and hope that Blender can kind of compose himself and not drift further down. Because Chedbar, it's fighting time for Chedbar. And when it's fighting time, it's fighting time. You just abandon all your friends. <laughs> and those six seconds ago, Chedbar was thinking, wow, I got to save this brother of mine. Yeah, yeah. But but then Fish started, you know, chewing on his shins and his, yeah. and his calves. There's a friend acquaintance shift that happens pretty easily. He's going to unsheath his um, slightly less glowing sword than <laughs> Galora. And just going to slash through the water to wherever he sees the biggest clump of fish. He's pissed. Nat 20. Yeah, let's go. Nice. That's what I'm talking about. I never roll nat 20s on attack rolls. They're always on like a check to see if you hear something. <laughs> 14 slashing damage. You slash out and you destroy the rest of the fish that are here in sight. And, and once you're finished splashing about, you don't see any more fish. I'm going to turn around. See, Blender, that, that, that's how it's done. I know, you know, you're new to this whole anger issue. I, I've been through 
lots of it over the years and been told that I need to learn how to control it, and that's how you control it. Yeah, Blender is just flailing, uh-huh. <laughs> yelling. Can you give me an athletics check, please? Nine. You, in your flailing, go down river five more feet. <laughs> oh, for Pete's sake. We're doing this again, huh? Oh, don't get mad at Pete either. <laughs> Galora, what do you want to do? There are no more fish, but Blender is swiftly flowing downstream. We're technically out of initiative, so pretty much free-for-all. How do you want to save Blender? If we're out of initiative and Chedbar can act freely, because it looks like Blender's actually flowing quite rapidly away from him, he's he's not going to try and walk. He's actually just going to dive in um, and swim to try and catch up with him. And once he catches up with him, he'll try and right himself and hold on to Blender as well. Okay, so you're going to dive in and try and grab Blender. Galora, what are you going to do? I'm going to dive in and try to make sure Chedbar <laughs> go further back down. <laughs> like, I'll go up to him and, like, grab a piece of his armor or something so he doesn't float away. Okay, and Vegas, what do you want to do? I'm going to try to grab onto Galora's legs so yeah. I can pull them all back. It's a chain. It's a chain. Yes. <laughs> so you're still on the near side of the river, so you're going to try and pull them back to... So I'm going to run up to the side of the shore, and then I'm going to very, very slowly step on each rock as I go across, and as I and as Galora is starting to go down, see if I can grab... Maybe I'm too slow. <laughs> But I'm going to make it look like I really am trying. Chedbar, <laughs> give me a strength check. That's not a good face. <laughs> a nine. Galora, give me a strength. 24. Galora is so athletic. Uh, Vegas, athletics, please. Yeah, I got a negative one on athletics. So here we go. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> All right. I got a six. <laughs> Way to Positive. go, biggest. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be floating past Blender. <laughs> Help! <laughs> this this one shot's over. Great job. <laughs> <laughs> we just float down the river. So Laura is holding on to Chedbar. Chedbar is holding on to Blender. Biggest is <laughs> floating biggest off. <laughs> Can I grab on to Galora I, as yeah, I yeah, float yeah. by? Yeah. Can I try to grab him on the way down? <laughs> he could try and grab you. Give me an acrobatics to try and grab her. Oh my. Goodness. Okay, 14 acrobatics. You are able to grab hold of her. <laughs> I will also say, to grab the armor, I do it with my sword hand, right? So my sword is sheathed. So all I have is uh, is Chedbar's light to even see what the heck's going on. Yes. Galore, use your shield to, to knock Biggis out. I've heard that drowning people can take you down with them. <laughs> so now, now that... <laughs> now that there's no immediate threat... Uh, Blender's just going to Missy step back to the other far side of the shore. (laughs) (laughs) After all of this, we did it for you! He's no longer compelled by the blood honey to take out the immediate threat, so he has his faculties about him, kind of. Uh, what? Okay, um, that was not a very good first lesson. (laughs) You're still in the water, right, Galora? Yeah, I am. Yeah. I'll just, uh, I'm, I'm holding Ched Bar. You're floating. I'm away. holding you. <laughs> and I just start trying to walk to the edge. Okay. Now you can all, you all can make it to the other side of okay, the river. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. All right. Oh, wow. I had to, I had to, I had to pee again. My urethra is sore. 
I did see again. Too much information. <laughs> hey, Cheddar, can you give me a perception check while you're doing all this? Um, a total of four. My perception is plus three. You, you, okay. So to the north, the tunnel go, goes on. I will never be swimming again. <laughs> I don't think you swam that time. Lesson two will be without the fish. It's fine. In in a environment without the fish, you'll be much better. Trust me. Yeah. Did you see the teeth on those things, Blender? I, I, I was struggling to swim too. I, I I think you know, without without those teethy fish, we would have been fine. Yeah, I, I think I've had quite enough of this 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 uh, weird honey thing. Uh, no, 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 no. Perhaps no, someone no, else no, can no. have some of it uh, next time. Blender, <laughs> trust me, you're way better with the honey. <laughs> not, 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 not. No offense. I mean, you're you're a great guy without the honey, but you you know what I mean. I actually, I just I just had a thought, uh, and Blender will kind of inch back to where Frank has been skewered to the the wall. You know, since those things uh, had quite a strange uh, amount of teeth, he will uh, attempt to use his wand of smiles on Frank. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> to make to make the fish smile. <laughs> it's dead, so it can't save. So it is still smiling. <laughs> Somebody, uh, Chadbar, please hold me. I, I need to retrieve retrieve Frank. All right, Chadbar will oblige. He'll he'll grab grab a a firm hold onto his kind of like his elbow, his forearm. Chadbar, give me an athletics. And Blender, give me athletics. Uh, 17. <laughs> Five. You almost fall back in, but since Chedbar is holding on to you, he <laughs> saves you from another splash, and you're able to get the arrow out of the wall with the fish on it. All right. That is smiling. Smiling fish. Would you look at that? It, it died happy, doing what it loves, <laughs> trying, to, <laughs> trying to nibble on people. Blender, give me a perception. 15. As you are doing this and you're swinging around because you almost lost your footing, you do notice upstream there is a sort of, not really a beachy area, but like a rocky area around the river, more of like uh, where somewhere you could stand. Kind of like a shore? Yes, could... that, that's the word I want to thank you. Mm. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, we've made a new friend. Perhaps uh, uh, this new uh, fry, smiling Frank fish uh, will come in handy later. Uh, but uh, look up, look up there, Chedbar. Uh, I see, you know, uh, uh, some type of shore. Well, um, what do you all think? We could, uh, I mean, oh, I'm not, I don't know, I'm, I'm not going back in the water. No more water game. Yeah, no. Really? I, I thought that was pretty. Uh, it's a pretty good time, really. <laughs> it didn't really go that well for him. Uh, I guess, but you know, I'm pretty sure there's like an old proverb about leaving shores unturned or rocks or, you know, sand in the sea or something like that. Maybe if I would have remembered my raft. Uh, well, it, it does appear to be upstream. I'm not sure how much the, the raft would have uh, helped us in this situation, but I certainly... I am a very strong paddler. Oh, I, I see, I see. Uh, well, you didn't mention any uh, paddles when I took into calculation of how useful a, a raft would be in this <laughs> situation. And Galora, like, flexes, but all you see is, like, heavy chainmail armor, so, like, you can't tell the difference. So. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, very impressive. Uh, so, so uh, I suppose onward down the, the tunnel, then. Yeah, I suppose. If if you all don't want to splash around anymore, that's fine. 
There's probably lots more adventure up this path anyway. The tunnel cont continues in a northeasterly direction, back down to five feet in diameter. Are you continuing up the tunnel? I the Blender's not leading the way for for sure. Yeah, Ch Chedbar Chedbar's just feeling warmed up. That was fun. So he's he's stomping forward. Okay, yeah, you go up front. I'll take my sword back out. I look at Blender and I go, if we mount this fish on a thing and it, it we can make it smile and sing, I'm sure they'd sell. <laughs> Joy to the world. <laughs> Don't worry, be happy. <laughs> you walk into this oddly shaped 10 by 15-ish chamber and immediately hear, Oh, God! Oh, God! What Every couple world? of seconds, this alarm sounds. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> you see two oversized toadstools that have dis a distinctly bloated appearance due to the fluttering lamella on the underside of their caps. These howling fungi use their papery ribs to draw air into their caps, allowing for their unearthly howl. The caps are red, spotted with what merely look like white spots, but on closer look, you see those spots are constrictive vents through which the air is released thereby creating the shrill and disorienting noise. A smell of decay and rot fills the air, and wisps of spores trail before your eyes. Giant fungi of all shapes and colors fill this chamber, while the floor shows several well-worn paths, seemingly trodden smooth by the passage of feet. In fact, now that you look a little closer, you can see that these paths are so well-trodden that they actually lie more than an inch below the rest of the chamber's floor. There are four other exits out of this chamber. A slightly larger path to the west, two paths to the east, and one across the chamber to the north. And you can also go, there's another path to the south. Uh, everybody, I need you to give me uh, con saves. Biggest got a 15. Glora got a 20. Chedbar got a 15. 10 for Blender. Everybody is thrown off by this noise, but you're able to deal with it except for Blender. You are disoriented by the howling, and you will have disadvantage for two rounds on all attacks, saving throws, and skill checks. Does Chedbar recognize any of these sort of like fungus-looking things or, or anything in this room, really? Does it look like something he's seen before or maybe heard about? Uh, give me nature check, and remember this auga is still going on. Somebody... Please, if you, if you, you stop that street shrieking, I can hear it inside of my brain. A 14 for nature. Yeah, you think maybe you recognize a couple of them, but you're not really sure. Chedbar is going to stomp into the room and look to try and find the source of this loud noise. Because he's worried about his little buddy blender. There are two of the big, two sets of the uh, the big red mushrooms with white spots and they are clearly the ones that are moving and making this noise he is going to pull out his moon touch sword and swing at the one on the right okay give me an attack i try and shut these things up for you buddy don't worry 11 to hit yes you hit the mushroom that is shrilling uh, four slashing damage you cut off a big chunk of it but there is still half of it that is Still a uh, ooging, so it's it's quieter than it was, but it's still ooging. Oh, oh, <laughs> so you have a oh, and you have a wooga on the other side of the room. I'll chop one of them too. Okay, give me an attack. 
An 11. You hit it. What's the damage? 7 piercing. And do I get sneak attack on that? <laughs> no. Can I sneak up on a mushroom? <laughs> no. I would say they don't know. That I'm <laughs> <laughs> Not an ooga-ing mushroom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. They're I've heard that mushrooms noisy. sneak up on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 7 piercing. So you stab in there, and it kind of just deflates the mushroom. So one set is is quieted. The other one is still kind of has a half-hearted awooga going on. <laughs> half-hearted. Half-hearted awooga. Awooga. He's giving up on his job. It's like, I don't get paid enough for this. Awooga. <laughs> well, uh, no, that, that one's quite quite a little bit sad now, isn't it? <laughs> should we cheer it up? <laughs> yes, we should kill it. I kind of want to cheer it up. Yes, we should Excuse kill me. it. <laughs> I've noticed that your wooga needs to be better. Try again. <laughs> okay, since you're not a good wooga, I'm just going to knock you out, okay? <laughs> just, just put your finger in its wooga hole. <laughs> Galora's just going to slice it. Never finger the wooga hole. <laughs> 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 we gave it a chance. Eleven? Does eleven hit? Yes. Eleven hits. So eleven hits it for um, five slashing damage. The half-hearted. So, so, this mushroom just it deflates and the sound stops. Galora, that's how you get a crusty thumb like I've got. Oh, gross. Um, I just felt like it wasn't doing its job well enough. So you know, it felt exciting to get my sword back out. Out of the darkness, a 15-foot cone of biting insects engulf Chedbar, who is in the center of the room. Oh, phew. <laughs> <laughs> As two lizard, giant lizards with creatures on their back enter from the two northern hallways... These two creatures have smooth, eyeless faces, and they're a horrifying sight. They're wearing nothing over their alien and sexless forms. They are seemingly elven, but they carry no weapons. Instead, they have long, jagged, claw-like nails, and there are just swarms of biting gnats swarming all around them. Does Chedbar recognize yeah, them? Yeah, Blender knows what, what these things are. Give me nature checks. They're chanterelles. Um, they pair really well with a dry red. <laughs> I like sending my pasta dishes. A, a Chianti, perhaps? I'm feeling hungry. Uh, 19 for Chedbar. You both remember reading about these creatures, and you know them as the Maltod. Oh, uh, I certainly have read about these creatures. Uh, we're quite f***ed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be f***ed. Bar, I need you to give me a deck save. Cover your ooga holes. 15 foot. <laughs> Gosh, sorry. As a swarm of insects crawl all over you and, and nip at you. Oh, Bar, pucker up. <laughs> Close your urethra. <laughs> I was going to say, I pull out my butt plug. I'm, I'm going to leave it in. <laughs> yeah, you better, you better leave that in. <laughs> You're trash. 
She's just been rocking a plug. Okay. All right. Okay. What, what okay. was I doing? Dex save is trying to avoid the swarm of, of insects flying at you. 13. Uh, 13. You managed to just dodge out of the way as this swarm just flies right over your head. All right. So I kind of like, I kind of like put my shield up and, and duck down again, getting close to the ground, staying nimble. Shall we roll for initiative? Yeah, 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 yeah. Azure refuse. <laughs> Biggest rolled an eight. Galora is eleven. Chedbar rolled a nine. Uh, Blender with a sixteen. Channel that rage, buddy. Blender, you're first. Well, well, you know, I, I, without the, without the honey, I, I'm I'm uh, not quite as as rageful as 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 I, as I could be. Uh, but uh, perhaps it's okay. You're better like this. Oh well, just I, stay like I this. I appreciate that, Galora. Uh, perhaps Chadbar, you you could make a little more use out of this. And I will. You're beautiful, just the way you are. I will uh, get up behind Chadbar, kind of uh, stepping over the vanquished Awugas, and I'm <laughs> going to touch you. Uh, not in the Awuga hole, but I will touch one willing creature, assuming you are so. To imbue you with the power to spew magical energy from your mouth, provided that you have one. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, as part of my nature, would I know if, like, because I can choose an elemental damage for the dragon breath I'm going to give to Chedbar, would I know if, like, one would be a better choice over another against specifically the Maltods? You're not sure with these uh, variation of Maltod. Okay, um, I'm just gonna give uh, give Chadbar the good old flame breath then. Excellent choice, Leland. Uh, so until the spell ends, Chadbar, you can use your action to exhale energy, uh, fire energy, uh, in a 15 foot cone, causing each creature in the cone to make a Dex saving throw, taking 3d6 fire damage on a fail, half as much on a successful one. What would be the um, the DC for the saving throw? It's a DC 15. It's pretty decent. I do have to maintain concentration on that, though. But it's it's popped. All right. Chedbar thanks you. Galora. Oh, uh, well, I guess I... I guess I'll fight. <laughs> I go up to... Um, no one's in melee range of either of these guys. If I go between them, can I reach either of them? Yeah, they're close enough. I just pop myself right into the middle. And I will uh, swipe at the green boy. That is a 20, so yeah, critical hit. Nice. So 8 plus 3 is 11, plus one more roll here. 11 plus 6, 17 slashing. Okay, so you pop over there in between these two and slash out at the one that would be on your left and almost take him down. He is just barely hanging on to his lizard. Not a euphemism. Well, I see that like my one hit almost takes him down, and I feel this confidence. So I will use my action surge to swipe it in one more time. And that's only a 13 to hit. 13 still hits. Yeah. A 10. 10 more slashing. So your first hit takes him down. He's just barely hanging on. You bring your sword around and just knock him in half. He is now two pieces laying on the floor. Do I know if he would taste well in any of my favorite dishes? You can try later or ask one of the others. Okay. 
<laughs> I feel like if you sauteed him in some grass-fed butter with a steak, perhaps. Yeah, the adrenaline rush of seeing this guy go down is like, yeah! And then I like put my shield up and I like face the next guy, ready to go. Chadbar, it's your turn. Chadbar is ready to party. This is what he came here for. So he takes a step toward this Maltod on his right, holding his shield up and peeks around the side. <laughs> a little bit new to having dragon breath, but <laughs> familiar with having bad, bad breath. breath. <laughs> yes. Takes a deep breath and exhales right into his face. So he will need to make a deck save. Well, the Maltod got a four and the lizard got a 14. What was the DC, Leland? 15. 3d6. Okay, so they both fail. Yeah, boy. Oh, dang. Rolled two sixes and a one. <laughs> so 13. 13 fire damage. I think I'm going to use my uh, bonus action to use my second wind to regain 1d10 plus 3 HP. Vegas, you're next. I start to run up towards the purple muffin man at full sprint when the, I see the breath, dragon breath come from Chedbar, so I stop and turn around and run over towards the lizard on the other side and try to attack it, one next to Galora. That's a 25 to hit. 25 hits it. That's a 5 piercing and 7 sneak attack. So I run up and I take the dagger and I try to jab it right into the top of the, the lizard's head. He is not looking good. He's very stunned by this, but he is still alive. It is the cave lizard's turn. Uh, the one that has his dagger in its, uh, Vegas's dagger in its head is going to chomp out at Vegas for a 20 to hit. Oh yeah. You take one piercing damage plus five poison damage. Ruh row. The other lizard will strike out at Galora. 16 to hit. Misses. So it is still reeling from the fire and it's just flashing out blindly and he misses you. I had my shield ready. And the other Maltod drone will claw at you. 12. He is also just barely hanging on and is kind of feebly lashing out with his claws and he misses you. Blender. I miss him too. <laughs> uh, I am going to, so seeing the state of the, the lizard that Vegas is scabbing and kind of reposition just a little bit to my right, about 10 feet, and then I'm just gonna try to chromatic orb the lizard. And I'll choose ice. Ice, baby. Mm -hmm, dun -dun -dun -dun. Uh, well, that is only a 13 to hit. How does chromatic orb work? It's just a ranged attack. It, like, shoots out this little orb of, of energy and then <laughs> splashes whatever elemental damage I choose over it. So you shoot out your orb and the lizard jerks right at the wrong moment, trying to free itself from Bigasus's dagger. Fudge. And you miss. Galora. Well, I guess I'll continue to, uh... Well, okay, is the Mushroom Man doing more damage than this lizard? Like, the lizard was trying to hit me, so it's like, I want to hit him back, but... I mean, they both tried to hit you. Let's just, I'll just finish the lizard that's by me. Green boy. 
Moon-touched sword, the one that's cooler than Chedbar's. Swings. 21 to hit. Okay, so you lash out with your sword. You don't even roll, need to roll me damage. You uh, finish what Biggest started and lop off its head. 11 damage. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm okay with that. <laughs> Oof. Good. 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 Feels good. good. Feels good. Feels good. Pivots. Shield up for the other guy. Okay, you get uh, Chedbar. All right, he um, is digging this fiery breath, so he's going to do the same again. Kind of crouch down a little bit, brace his shield up, and peek his head around the side and just exhale this fiery breath. So a deck save. Maltod got a seventeen. Eh, the lizard got a five. So uh, the total damage is ten for those who failed. The lizard just is crispified and crumbles underneath the Maltod. Your little buddy's looking pretty crunchy there, man. You might want to hightail it out of here. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Now, I, as a, a, a necromancer, mm-hmm. have a grim harvest. And the exact wording is once per turn when I kill one or more creatures with a spell of first level or higher... I get some HP back. Now, I know I didn't breathe the fire, but it is my spell. <laughs> but you didn't kill the creature. This is nonsense. I'm going to be a stickler. <laughs> you kill the creature with your spell. It's all right, buddy. I'll give you some more of this honey, and you can get angry at the <laughs> Vegas. Okay, so I pull my dagger out of the, the head of the current, the other lizard. And I pull my other dagger out from my belt, jump over the lizard, and try to jab... Double dagger him? Into the... Double dagger. I'm going to use some two-weapon fighting that I forgot I had. (laughs) (laughs) So the first dagger, uh, 24 to hit. That hits. Uh, That would be eight piercing and nine sneak attack. And then with the offhand dagger, that's a 17 to hit. That hits. And I get the piercing minus my modifier, so that would only be two piercing damage. It's enough. You finish him off. I jump over and I... <laughs> jab one into one hand, one side of his head and one into the other side of his head and sort of slice back to sort of peel off the top, like taking the muffin top off. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do that to me? I mean, wait. Can you do that to me? Oh, my. I didn't know you were into that kind of thing. <laughs> no, I need to lose some muffin top. It's hard to tell with my armor. It's fine. It's a joke. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. You are out of initiative. Everything's dead. You're surrounded by mushrooms and spores. To the south, you can just make out the riverbank. The tunnel back toward the southwest. There's a tunnel to the southeast. There's a tunnel to the east, a tunnel to the northeast, and a tunnel to the northwest. You are gluttons with tunnels. Do we hear anything out of any of them? To the south, you can hear the river. To the northeast-ish, you can kind of see a little bit of a flickering flame a little bit. Give me perception checks. Okay, well, I want to look at these mushrooms, but... okay. Oh, wah, 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 nat 20 for a 22. Uh, biggest has a 19. I got 15. 15 for Chedbar. Uh, Blender, you can 
make out a rustling noise over top of the water noise to the south. Almost like leaves in the trees rustling in the wind kind of noise. Hmm. Uh, Elena, give me a nature check for the mushrooms. Yeah, I just want to know if any of them would go well with my risotto. Um, it's a pretty popular dish. It's what the Shire's known for. It's the risotto. <laughs> uh, the Shire's risotto. Okay, 14. You recognize one of these mushrooms. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's a green one with yellow spots. You pick it up, and it smells of rotting fish. Oh. But you know okay. that taking a bite of it will make you feel better. I'm going to nibble on this said mushroom. You get seven hit points back. Oh, snap. It Dang. stinks of rotting fish, but you get seven hit points back. Excuse me, excuse me, I know there's a lot going on, like, four different paths to take, but, um, these are really good mushrooms, everybody. Um, here, I'm going to slice them up, and I, like, julienne the, the mushrooms very nice and, like, professional chefy, and I, like, have them on my hand, like a little, uh, charcuterie. Um, everybody should take a little, uh, just a little, just try it. It, don't smell it, just eat it. <laughs> uh, mushrooms usually don't agree with me, but... You know, they don't know what's going on. Just a bite. <laughs> take a bite. <laughs> yeah, I'll take a bite. Yeah, Tedbar is always eager to fuel his um, his fighting prowess, so he's going to grab a pretty big handful, actually, and just mow down on him. I was going to say, anyone that feels better after eating and that needs more would maybe continue eating. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, they're all gone now. <laughs> Glutton. <laughs> you all get seven hit points back. And if you try to eat any more, it doesn't have any more effect on you. Chedbar is feeling healthy. I, I, I must say that, the, that it goes pretty well with the with the blood honey. Um, but uh, down this way, I, I hear some uh, what what sounds like like a, a shimmering uh, death shroud in, in the wind. It's it's quite melodic, actually. What the heck is a uh, a death shroud? Yeah, I don't, I don't really understand what you're trying to explain, but let's go. Not really an everyday occurrence. Oh, well, but... I mean, I, I suppose it also sounds a little bit like maybe the rustling of leaves, but uh, Emilia, that's what I was uh, reminded of, is, is a, a flittering shroud of, uh, uh, upon a coffin uh, at a dearly beloved one's uh, funeral, you know, dearly departed. Um, for now, departed for now, I assure you. I don't, I don't... Let me guess, you're, uh, you're going to bring him back. Well, I mean, if I continue my studies, I will certainly have the the ability to do so. I've, I'm definitely tested, and, and I'm very close. Yes. I like your enthusiasm, buddy. Let's go. Let's go take a peek. And that's our show. For more Aspar information, visit encourageableparty.com, where you can find all of our social media links: Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, as well as our Patreon. Our patrons get exclusive content like blooper reels and patron-only mini campaigns. Our theme music was created by Josh Jarvis. For any of your musical needs, you can contact him at jamesmercymusic at gmail.com. All the rest of our sounds and music throughout our plays provided by tabletopaudio.com. And of course, our show sponsor, Critical Hit Design. For your design needs, visit criticalhitdesign.com. Happy adventuring. This has been a Sounds of Steel production.